experience the presence of God, the outpouring of His splendor, spirit, and supernatural glory. God is about to do a new thing in this season of Open Heavens. 70 days dedicated to fasting and prayer. Host, God's servant, Nanasayo Pokusakwadi. Theme, I am about to do a new thing. Venue, Plot 16, Potter City, Mutual I want to go back and start uh, making sure that I consciously open your spirit, much as you are fasting and praying, back to the message of faith. There are messages we preach now. It may look as if where you, where the time you are hearing, you don't need it. But God doesn't preach messages because you need it at that time. It means that you might need it in the future. Did you hear what I just said? It means that if I come and preach about holiness and you have never committed fornication, adultery, or living sin, it may sound as if that time you are not the one we are preaching to. But it does not mean you will not confront it in the future. So it is better to have the word before the devil show up than when the devil has shown up and you are not going to look for the word. Because thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. So you must have the word before sin knocks at your door then you will not know what to do. There is no time that you need faith. Let me tell you something. You may, some of you don't even understand the principle of faith. Some of you have never taken notice to give it attention. But whether you like it or not, faith is the heart of Christianity. Amen. Write it down. It's a very good point. Faith is the heart of Christianity. Amen. I want to see by hand. Is there anybody here without a heart? Then what are you doing here? Amen. Is there anybody under the sound of my voice without a heart? Faith is the heart of Christianity. Mm, mm, mm. And so, if faith is the heart of Christianity, then faith failure is equivalent to heart failure in the natural. I think one of the most dangerous diseases for doctors today with is heart failure. I want somebody's heart failure. In fact, before you get to the hospital, uh, we don't know what has happened to you. Amen. So when your heart fails, your case is closed. When your faith fails, your Christian journey is closed. The Bible says we live by faith. Everybody look at your neighbor and say we live by faith. Let me take you through the significance of faith. We live by faith. It's in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. I'm going to run this thing very quickly. Behold, his soul which is not lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his own faith. Are you getting it? So, so living this service by what? Living this service what? By faith. And this is where Apostle Paul started writing a lot of the epistles in terms of the connection with faith. Don't forget that faith failure is equivalent to heart failure. So if you are sitting here and your faith has failed in the natural, it's somebody whose heart has stopped. And the way you cannot do anything with a man with a heart failure, you can't do anything with a man with a faith failure. Salvation is impossible without it. We are saved by grace through faith. Are you getting it? So, without faith, you cannot be saved. It is called saving faith. So, there are different kinds of faith. We have living faith, but we have saving faith. So, it is a faith an unbeliever has. All of us, when we were living in sin, and we were outcasts, and we were not part of the commonwealth of Israel, the faith that brought us to the kingdom to be connected to Christ is called saving faith. So, an unbeliever who has ever known Christ, that thing that makes you walk into the water and lift your hands and say, I want to give my life to Jesus, is a saving faith. And so, when you become born again, that is what saves you. The Bible says that just shall live by his own faith. 
his own faith. Then Paul continued to write Romans chapter 1, verse 17. Paul came back and emphasized about the father. What Habakkuk prophesied is important for our time. That therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. It is written. It means that he's quoting from somewhere. It is written. So I'm sure Paul quoted the book of Habakkuk. The just shall live by what? Faith. So he was writing to the Roman church and he told them that, listen to me. It's not about the economy. It's not about inflation. It's about your faith. Because nothing is going to go down. But your faith must go up. Let me find the people here and tell them. I say, nothing is going to go down. But your faith must go up. Amen. That is the reason why when you are fasting, people don't need to come. Some people don't even need the need why they should come to church. That is why as I'm getting many complaints about people sending me emails about what they are going through, one of the common denominators is that people don't have faith. They can have faith in their pastor but not the way. So many things as I read it, I mean, I'm, I'm there. People can sit in church, I'm telling you. And they don't have faith. Because the faith I'm talking about, you cannot say you have it until the devil show up. Faith is important in Christ's time. As long as everything is fine, you may not look like you need faith. Amen. Some of you don't have any means about medicine and you don't care about, when you talk about crophinical, you don't care. When you talk about atosolator, modicum, you don't care because you don't have malaria. But when malaria hits you, you begin to look for it. It's the same thing. Once, once the enemy knocks at your door and hits you, you begin to look for faith. And so Bible said that that living itself is by faith. Living is by faith. Galatians chapter 3 verse 11. Paul continued to write to the church in Galatia and told them that, listen to me, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of the Lord. It means that stop living by the law. It is evident that the just shall live by faith. So, if you stop living by the law, then you have to learn to live by faith. So you are, you are either governing by the law or by faith. I'm going to go to details and tell you. It means that the way you are sitting down, you must marry by faith. If United Nations are saying there are 8.7.8 billion people in the world and 2 point something are men and then 5 point something are women and then out of the 5, 2 point something 1 million men and 1 billion are married and 2% are uh, 5% are Roman fathers, 3% are gay, uh, some are uh, forget about it. That means that if you're a woman, you must live by faith. There are those who are married, they are still disrespecting their husband. They don't honor them. Can't you imagine that? What somebody is disrespecting somebody's prayer point? Yes, yes, yes. If you like drop your husband tomorrow and see what will happen. Now somebody will come and share testimony in the church. So it means that there are women in the world that they are praying that people's marriage will be broken. One day I finished preaching and a man who does casket came uh, uh, talk to me about the father. What do you think is my prayer point? Hey. The one that does the coffee. He said, What do you think is my prayer point? Hey. Think about it. If you walk in a carpenter who does, uh, can you imagine you do casket for one year? Nobody has bought it. Hey. Tell your neighbor, don't try to be God. The prayers God is hearing from heaven. If he answer all of them, all of us will not be alive. This is what it is. No. Okay. I have seen, I have seen men marry women. Eh? And one of my daughters is an evidence. And the men more treat them. When the men left, 
They complain. Another, another man married them or vice versa and live at peace with them. And I don't think the man's character has changed. But he has gotten someone who can accommodate him. That's the difference. The reason you don't want to adjust to accommodate what you have is pride. That's all. I am studying more into pride. I said that pride is the most dangerous thing we are dealing with. Because you can have it and don't know. You can have pride and no no. So constantly you must go to God and ask him to help you to walk in humility. Constantly because only God can tell you how proud you are. No, you can look at yourself and justify that you are okay. Only the word of God and only the Holy Spirit can come into you and tell you that no, this your attitude is pride. But you justify it. Living is by faith. Living is not by inflation coming down. Living is not by forward price coming down. Living is what? By faith. That means that the man that is living by faith does not give attention to inflation. Because listen, faith is living in another world. You have you are physically on earth, but you are living in another world and another kingdom. And you are in another dimension. So, though we, though, or, or though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. It means that there is a battle going on somewhere that eyes cannot see. That is what Paul was trying to say. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. That means that we are walking in a physical way, but the dimensions of our, our battles are not in the natural. So, what wants to kill you is not in the natural. What wants to destroy you is not in the natural. That is why it's dangerous to be carnal. This is the bottom line. What you want to affect you is not. I'm telling you. If there is any difficult person to live in, as a person who is not spiritual. Whichever angle you live at it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I mind all of you being spiritual than preaching powerful. Amen. You can preach very powerful and you are not spiritual. When you finish the problem, you will cause it's more than anything. Because spirituality is very crucial. What is really spirituality? When you talk about somebody living spiritual, what do you mean by that? Somebody who take every step standing on authority of God's way. Who depend absolutely on God to make decisions. Who also discern people by spirituality. Anyone who is spiritual judges all things spiritual. And no one judges it. It means that I am discerning this thing. And I, I am not just judging. I am taking it into the spirit. That means that this my daughter said, they can only honor me by judging me from the spirit. Most of the people around me, they take things for granted. If there's anything that grieves me, it's that one. People around me who are close, mature, people are moving in dimensions of familiarity. They don't really respect the anointing. Jesus Christ came there. His hometown people never got blessed by his anointing. Heavy duty. So, this familiarity is an old demon. It's not my responsibility for you to honor the grace, but I know the sacrifice involved with this one. The prayer that gets involved with this one. It means that you can make your mind in a certain way that things will not be changed or suffer. And you stay there because your mind, Paul said you cannot change anybody until you change their mindset. 
As long as you have that kind of mindset, I cannot change you. Anytime God is going to bless you, you raise, he raised people for you. He couldn't have bring the people of Israel from Egypt without raising a Moses. So God keeps raising men for men. He raised men for men. He raised women for women. They have to acknowledge. He said, when you go and the Israelites think that you are their brother and they don't respect you, put your rod down. You have to do the miracle in front of the elders of Israel before you go and do it before Pharaoh. Because if the people will not accept, Pharaoh's one is useless. This is where the bottom lies. No, if they will not accept the grace on your life, so go. And when the Israelites ask you that, how do we know? He said, tell them that I am that I am. You are not supposed to tell Pharaoh that one. You have to tell the leaders of Israel. And there is no time you need an anointing than this time. Challenging times. Unpredictable times. The only way to survive is to build your faith. Build your faith. Don't take church for granted. This is not the time to walk around and play politics around church. Be grounded. Because follow the principles we are teaching you. It will work. No. If you don't take care, you'll be a Christian and you are not living by faith. You will live as if you are not a Christian. Many people are living as if they are not Christian. What do you mean by that? They come to church all right, but the things they do, it has nothing to do with Christianity. Nothing to do with Christianity. There are most people walking around. Nothing to do. That is why Jesus said, if God doesn't shorten the time, the very elect will be deceived. They are already getting deceived. Nothing is so dangerous that thinking you are a Christian, but God doesn't know you. Oh, you have backslided. Thinking. Now, there's another trick. Some of you, eh, you don't fornicate. Because you are preaching about holiness, you don't fornicate. But the things you do, if you fornicate, it was better. So the devil has pushed you in another angle or something. You are not fornicating. You are watching pornography. You are watching this. You are doing that. Because fornication what we are preaching. You are a liar. You sow discord among brethren. You deceive people. Confusions in church. People that will say something. You go and say different things. You divide people. Oh my. Sixteen the Lord hate. The seven one is abomination unto you. It's the one that sowed discord among brethren. So that one in fornication, which one is higher? Dishonor and disrespect. No, it's all over the system. Hallelujah to Jesus. Perilous times are come, men shall be lovers of their own selves. No, so they are running to you, man of God, you are not the same, come, but they don't know God. They don't know God. All kinds of things. They don't know God. I mean, they don't know God. You can fast and pray, but you are not safe. Because you are not only religion that fast. There are other religions who don't know Christ, but they fast better than you. So fasting is not a validation that you know God. No. The reason we don't see a lot of power, dishonor, disrespect, all kinds of things. And, and let me tell you something. One of the things that amazes me is unrepentant heart. You will preach, people will not repent. I heard Bishop Dark said something that's striking. I was listening to his tape. He said, there is a woman that came. He was talking and said, listen, your husband is complaining. Give your husband sex. Give him sex. And he said, he taught him what the Bible. When he finished, he said, will you do it? He said, I won't. Yeah. Bishop said, he told him to his face, I won't do it. And he said, he added that this nonsense must stop. 
And he was preaching about people hang around us with all the grace and anointing, and we think they respect us. They don't. From every angle, they respect. Do you know? Do you know one of the? I'm 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 finding other one of the reasons for a lot of divorce is disrespect. Yeah, a lot of women they don't respect their husband. Disrespect. No matter the high God raised you, they won't respect you. Deep down in their heart, they know that when you get out of their life, their life will not be better. But something in their background is pushing them to make a mistake and regret it later. It will not be your portion. Amen. When we were preaching in church, you see, there was a time when we preached in church, people get broken by the message. Today, when they are analyzing, they are even talking, he's talking about me. Then they are making, they are making their faith. They are comparing. You see that their message is not changing them. So, what do you mean by what you are saying? People in heart with a stony heart. God said, I will take out the heart of stone. Now give to a heart of flesh. The heart in you is a stone of flesh. No, if it's a stone, no amount of the word because repentance is the only way out of destruction. Repentance is the only way. Now, the, the, the truth is the word of God changing you. Is it changing you? Is it transforming you? No, wait. Amen. So, you will need faith for where you are going. And I'm going to show you before I close that there are things that make faith work. It doesn't just work. The father, you say, hey, 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 and I'm a millionaire and I claim it and, and I'm, I'm, I'm restored. You see now, because of Facebook, every month we have something to tell. Uh, this is your month of speed. And the Lord said, you, you slow down until I come. This is because, you see, the father you are talking about speed, that's why you are going to go speed. It's, it's not our jargons that change God. It's not our displays of this Facebook and take, because you can't modernize God. No. God is powerful than this, your social media things. You cannot modernize God. No. God stands by the authority of his word. Somebody is living in sin, but he's talking about speed. God should give you speed in sin. All the kingdom blessings must be rooted in purity. It must be the foundation. Jesus Christ loved righteousness and hated iniquity. It's not that somebody forced him. He hated it. Therefore, the Lord your God has anointed him. So even Jesus must qualify for his anointing. Jagons, people are not changing. Hallelujah. If your wife complains about something you are doing that he doesn't like, will you change? If your husband complains, you will change. So the father you complain about something, the person doesn't change, shows the heart inside there. Heart inside. No. And let me tell you people, your wrong judgment. You people see extrovert people as proud people. And introvert people as humble people. What an ignorant mistake. Oh, I have thought that way and make terrible mistakes. And you can repeat the same thing. Somebody quiet has shown me it's necessarily humble. Humility is the state of the heart. Some of the loud people, they have a broken heart. You say something, hardly would they repeat it again. And some of the people that pretend to be quiet, dangerous. You hang around, they will bury you on a waist. I am taking something our generation that if you don't take care, you hang around people and die and nobody know that they kill you. Nobody will know. The killing, nobody will know. Yeah. Living is by faith. No, living is by faith. I said living is by faith. 
Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38 says, when you start living by faith and you draw back, God, God says, my soul will have no pleasure in you. Listen to me. Build your faith. And stop talking the way you are talking. Once you start building your faith, you will not talk inflation. Because there are certain daring steps, you will not take it. If you build your faith, some things will not be in your vocabulary. It will never come out of your mouth. Hallelujah. Faith is what changing things. Now, let me tell you how I, 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 over the years, I have noticed what faith can do. Now, I have seen pastors who preach fire. When they preach, everyone say, hey, you're powerful. But they have nothing to produce. I have seen another people, they preach simplicity of the gospel. If Bishop Oedipo is preaching, eh, the way he go about it, the way he talks, but the result is generate. The secret is faith. Let me tell you something. Allow, we have to allow God to work on our heart. The whole problem of Christianity is the heart. Faith is of the heart. Huh? Faith is of the heart. Love is of the heart. Anger is of the heart. Resentment is of the heart. Bitterness is of the heart. Jesus said that why are you people so concerned about what's in hands and about it's not what goes into a man, it is what comes out of a man that is what defiled a man. So Jesus said, fornication, adultery, and cleanness, all of them is from what the heart, rebellion, hardened heart, stubbornness. Nothing painful like God anointed when people around you don't respect the anointing. I don't know how Jesus felt. He wept twice. The first time he wept in Jerusalem. And then he wept in Lazarus too. He said, and then Jerusalem, he said that if you know your time of visitation, it means that these people cannot recognize that God sent me for them. That I've come to rescue them. And they cannot. And you could see that as a result of that, Jesus wept. Living is by faith. He said that now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul, have, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So don't start living by faith and draw back. So living is by faith. Amen. Do you know victory is by faith? Yes. You cannot have victory without faith. First John chapter 5 verse 4. Victory is by faith. Victory is by faith. Tell your neighbor victory. You want to have victory over sickness? Victory over poverty? Victory over affliction? Oh. It's by faith. For whatsoever, whatsoever is born of God, overcome the world. Ah. What is the power to overcome the world? You must be born of God. So the power to overcome the world, the first step is that you must be born again. You must be born of God. Whatsoever is born of God, overcome the world. But he gives us the key to overcome. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even what? Our faith. So if you don't have faith, you cannot overcome the Babylonian system. Never! Today I was cruising the book of Daniel and I connected to the Ezekiel. And I was trying to study why God brought Ezekiel to the, the Ezekiel chapter 37, which is one of the greatest revivals in the Bible. And he was talking about, about dry bones. And he was talking about dry bones. When he finished, he said, this is the state of the children of Israel. At that time, the princess and the craftsmen has been carried by Nebuchadnezzar. So all of them from the princess has become exile. And the God is saying that, why are the mighty falling? Why are the mighty falling? Now, it means that when the devil takes the princess and takes the craftsmen, then the gatekeepers and the power to sustain the beauty of the environment has gone to exile. Then what happened to the remaining of the remnant? Now watch this. Saul is the tallest man in Israel. He is so handsome. He is so tall. According to the Bible, the son of Kish. He is the one, the king. He has gone to wars and won many victories 
for them. But then, he did something and anointing departed from him. And when anointing departed from him, the same Amalekites and the Philistines he killed, they're the one who killed him. Oh, I like the way you are quiet. The same Philistines that Samson was sent to destroy are the one who destroy him. So whatever you are sent to destroy, make sure you don't fall into sin. This is what this generation... Now, let me tell you something. No generation is playing with sin like this generation. No generation. We live as if God does not exist. We live as if God does not exist. You can fornicate and be quiet about it. You can commit adultery and you lie, that lie, lie. Even my husband came, I won't tell him. But nothing hidden that will not be disclosed. Be paid when he does it. If he doesn't open up in this world, it will open up. Some people, eh, the devil will play them and they will come under God's judgment. They will never go to heaven because of a sin they will decide they will never confess. Because, listen, God forbid, if if, let's say, also for is not married and you go to commit a, a fornication, you can keep it. But if you are a married woman and you commit fornication, other people are involved. It means that when you commit adultery, confess your sins to one another. There is a time you must be able to confess to your wife or your husband to be delivered. Because of the legality and the liquor, because the devil is a legalist. So there is a sin you confess to God. There is a sin you confess to man. Confess your fault one to the other. So he said, is any sick among you? Let him call the elders of the church. Let him prove him. Anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall say. And if he has committed any sin, as he confesses, it will be forgiven. So there is a lot of sickness we pray for. And they don't go. Is that the people have a hidden sin. Hidden sin. What about if I confess and I lose the marriage? But you know you have the marriage and you want to do it. Huh? I believe it's better to confess and lose it than keeping it and destroying yourself. Because the devil used it against you. I read in the book of uh, 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 Dr. Derrick Prince. He said a, a woman came to tell him about adultery is committing. I don't know whether some of you have read it. And he told the woman to go and tell the husband. But the husband is a military man who always carries a gun. How many of you read it? You read it? Yes. He said the woman. But Dr. Prince said, I believe that if you don't confess, you can never be blessed. He said, if you don't confess, you can never have deliverance. That's what the Lord. So go and tell the man. And the man is a ballet. And I don't know what they call it. They say he's always carry a gun. Come tell you. So what does I say? Honey, I've been committed for the kids. Pa, pa, pa. And then, yeah. <laughs> but thank God. When he said it, I think the man too was doing his own thing. So both of them pray for each other. And he said, their marriage become better. You read it in the book. Become better after that. And he said, all the demonic things stop. That's all you have to show. That's what This one, you can preach to the cow cow with me. I will never confess this thing. Keep it to yourself. It's your own problem. Hallelujah. We will laugh about it by his word. There are principles in the spirit. There are things in the spirit that make things work. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. That is why I said, the price you pay, huh? Hmm. Uh, the price you pay to kill is more expensive than the price you pay to prevent. Can I say that again? Okay. So, if you are in a room and somebody comes there naked, the price is that you run away. It's not easy because not every woman you can run away. But if you jump on air after that, the price is heavier than running away. 
to self-discipline. No, I know some of you say, we, are, we, are, well, we did it, but God is blessing us. Oh, thank God for grace and mercy. Thank God for grace and mercy. I also believe that if you didn't do that, your life could have been far ahead and better. Because if I can take the words of the old folks, Dr. T.L. Osborne said, anytime you sin, a spiritual gift inside you dies. Tell your neighbor, living is by faith. The way you are watching me with your one eye. As if one eye, I, I, you know, there is no house we preach holiness like one of the house by the grace of God. This is also one house people are misbehaving. Seriously. Don't ever deceive yourself. People are sitting there, kayobo, kayobo. Listen, the deception in our generation is the gestation in prayer, which is not rooted in holiness. Many people, what they will do, you cannot what they will do? There are some things, it's not Christianity. You can lie and make your way. It's not Christianity. You can say it and not make it. Today, somebody said something to me. He said that, listen, don't let them kill you. Because they will kill you and confess their sins and God will forgive them. Because if God doesn't forgive you, you have broken his law. So, so for, some people will kill you and go to God. And ask them because when they fornicated, God forgive them. So they know that when they kill, God will forgive them. No, you can sit down and let's repent and come and marry somebody who is wicked. And it doesn't show in his faith, but it's in the heart. And one of the things you know that is that they have no repentant heart. There is nothing you cry that will move them. No. No matter what you do, nothing will change. It's difficult to live with people who doesn't change. Because then two things, you must pray and rise above it or stay in that level for it to kill you. Because when you live, Paul said that, huh, walk in the spirit and you don't fulfill the desires of the flesh. He said the flesh lasted against the spirit, the spirit against the flesh. They are contrary one to the other. And sorry, he said don't let us only walk in the spirit, we must also live in the spirit. Now, anybody who doesn't live in the spirit does not respect spiritual things. So when I'm living with Peter, and Peter understands spiritual things, and he see me do what I do, you had a natural respect for me. Natural respect for me. Natural respect for me. Are you getting what I'm talking about? But you can be around it and not respect it. No, and the reason because you are not spiritual. If you are not spiritual, no. I'm telling you. <laughs> like prosperity, it must be rooted on spirituality. Why should God bless a liar? Why should God bless a covetous person? Why? Why should God bless that thing? Why? And I'm, there's nothing I'm oh, not doing. Sometimes, don't ever deceive yourself. People are humble until you give them a little power. Show them and give them a little demonstration of power to demonstrate. You see the way they will rebel. I am learning so many things out of life. Give them a little power. There is a boy in my house. I told him, now you are the head of all the people. He started misbehaving. Went, went, went. Later came back and said, Papa, I made a mistake. Everything. He said, the day he walked out of the house, everything started. This one was affecting him. This one. His mother was at the hospital. Have to pay the bills and everything. By compassion. And then he came back and he said, Papa, I want to stay around you for life. He realized that hanging around me is a reason you have not killed Because you would depart from the grace until you would notice that where you are, there was a covering on our way. You go back and everything starts attacking. 
that you never live by faith. Do you know that if you are not spiritual, you can't live by faith? Because faith is a spiritual thing. The ability to not see but believe. Ability to thank God with symptoms. Only faith can thank God for healing with symptoms. Can I say that again? Only faith. The symptoms are so dangerous but you are thanking God. When people become spiritual, gossiping will stop. By biting will stop. Spiritual people don't have time for those things. Brother, if I love you, I won't gossip about you. If I love you, I won't tell lies about you. If you are spiritual, we will not propose to Ophelia and Janet. We will not do it. Spirituality, hallelujah. No, if you are spiritual, you will not deserve somebody's husband. If you are spiritual, you will not hang around anointing misbehaving. You come close to anointing, you are living in sin. No. Who go close to fire with petrol? But you see, if you are not spiritual, you are not. You are not. Some saints slept with a prostitute by the wayside. From there, the Bible says she went to uh, 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 Delilah. Delilah lives in the valley of Sorek. Valley. Sorek. Valley. So anything that kills you is in the valley. You cannot be at the mountaintop. This thing we are talking is not an answer story. Those who are living in sin, fornication, adultery, lying, deception, wickedness. They think that the gospel we are preaching is a lie. One day you'll be there like in the days of Noah. Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the son of man. People are hanging around. We preach holiness, they don't mind. They are committing adultery, fornication, living all kinds of things. And to them it's an answer story. These people live in, no, 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 to them. No, no, no. You will not even have the grace to repent. Because you see, God can have mercy on the one living, but the one that knows this is right but refuses to do it, your judgment is very high. Let's be careful. Living is by faith. And all the guys that live by faith, they live in holiness. They connected faith with holiness. No, we cannot arrive in a day, but we must, we must, we must pursue holiness and live a better life and get a good mind. No. So we don't have revelation. We are not working. No. You can jump from church to church, but you can't deceive God. No, 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 no. Yeah. If, you, if you are sick and I pray and you are healed, it is God that must preserve the healing. So the processes are too much for you to misbehave. No. Amen. You can hand around anointing and, and disrespect anointing. God will give you more room to change. Until he said one day, people say, destroy them. Like I said, no, their iniquity is not full. It means that heaven has systems and laws. God doesn't want to judge them for anybody to come back and say, why did you create this? We say, I'm waiting for their iniquities to be full. When their iniquities get full, we say, I'll brought out the name of Amalekite from the surface. No country is called Amalekite. And no people can be referred as Amalekite. This God is dangerous. Am I preaching? Yeah. So we cannot fast for 70 days living in sin. No. Living is by faith. Victory is by faith. Victory is by faith. Victory. Do you want victory over sickness? Victory over poverty? Victory over inflation? The Bible says, ha, this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even by faith. Now, for instance, you stand by faith. Without faith, you cannot stand. Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24. You stand by faith. Tell somebody, standing is by faith. Do you know how you can stand in your Christian walk? It's by what? Faith. Amen. Not for that we have dominion over your faith. But I help us of your joy. For by faith we do what? We stand. How do we stand? It means that if you fall, you don't have faith. 
fall into sin, fall into morality. The Bible says it is faith that makes us stand. In the midst of all the pressures you are standing, all the guys are management, they want to sleep with you, but you say, no way. And you are broke. Some of them are showing money, but you say, I prefer to die in hunger. It means you are standing by faith. And that is the time God honors you. Standing by faith. Check your heart. Check your heart. Everybody has a weakness, but some of you, your weakness has overtaken you. Pray over your weakness. And make sure you don't repeat it. If you are disrespectful, start praying for God to help you. There are things you can't change it naturally. You must go to God. Lord, help me. I don't like this nature in me. I hate it. Change it. David said, create in me a clean heart. It means I command over my papa. Renew a steadfast spirit. Spirit, spirit. God said, for my servant Caleb, he has another spirit. What kind of spirit is in me and you? My goodness. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. <laughs> Yesterday I was praying for God. I told God, I said, there are some things that has happened to me. I don't wish it for anybody. I told God, I said, this thing, don't let it happen to anybody. Even if I made a mistake, pray that you don't lead anybody to get into this thing. Yeah. And the Lord told me something. He replied to me and said that the consequence you face is your own decision. So we must be careful the decisions we make. Because some of the decisions, the result can come after 30 years. There is nothing wrong with living with people with all kinds of weaknesses. But if they change, it's fine. So I don't care the way Gina is, is disrespectful and omuadien or pediane or did it too much. If Gina come and say, no, she say, my dear, let me do five balls. She say, I so about one. It means that repentance has come in. Amen. 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 Oh, my. But the moment you are talking, Gina, I no, the five, no, they call eight. No, honor will say no. That is where the frustration comes in. Amen. Too much. Too much. That is where it's where the, So, even God, eh, he's frustrated when you don't repent. Can I tell you, that God has no problem the sin you committed, no matter what it is. He has a problem when you keep repeating them. When you keep repeating The thing is that every day he has to defend you. He has to defend you. I'm going to show you something. The devil we are dealing with is called accuser of the brethren. So God doesn't like the devil to file a case and bring it to him. And say, look at what Elijah is doing. Look at what. And that God will defend it. Today God will show him the difference between grace and mercy. He said grace is higher than mercy. Because grace is unmerited favor. Huh? Is that what it is? But mercy huh, is not having what you deserve. But you see, <laughs> what grace can do, mercy cannot do. Because if it is just mercy that will save her, the Jesus doesn't need to die. Because before Christ came to die, the mercy seat was there. Okay. Okay. Then if the mercy seat is there, then why to cry? So grace go to another dimension. Well, when I finish today, I'll come and show you. Not, not for that we have dominion over your faith, but I help us of your joy. For by faith we do what? Oh, tell somebody you can stand by faith. Tell somebody stand by faith. <laughs> Amen. Amen. What is going to keep you in this time that we are in? What is going to keep you? And do you know about it? First Peter chapter 1 verse 5. We are kept by faith. So faith is what is going to keep us. First Peter chapter 1 verse 5. This is what I call the significance of it. Who are kept by the power of God through what? Who are kept by the power? Everyone say kept. Yes. Say it now. Say kept. Yes. So what is going to keep us? Faith. 
So in the midst of where we live now, without faith, you cannot survive. Yeah? Don't walk out with the, this euphoria of I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. No. A lot of people are having Christian badges, but they don't know God. And those people are going under pressure. Because if you have to walk by God, there is a standard God required from you. You don't serve God in your terms. God has a terms for you to serve him. So there are do's and don'ts in Christianity. There are some things as a child of God, you cannot do it. And if you keep doing it, you are frustrating God's grace. Can we continue in seeing that grace will abound? God forbid. So we are kept by faith. Faith is what is keeping us. Amen. And a sinful man cannot live by faith. Because it's a spiritual force. It's a substance of things you hope for. It's the evidence of things you don't see. Simple messages by it to keep you. Hallelujah. It is only faith when you hear it. Because listen, you can come and pick the man to those who will lift it and to work with those with faith in their heart. Because all those who, everybody can pick the man to. It's not the only, it's not the woman with the issue of blood alone that touched Jesus. A lot of people were touching him. He's the only one who touched with faith. How do I know that Jesus said, thy faith has made thee whole. Thy faith, woman, thy faith has made thee whole. It means that you can come to church and not have faith. You can pick a mantle and not have faith. So those that are going to receive the mantle by faith, when they lift it up, something will happen. There was a woman many years ago in Tema. Those guys, I don't see them again. I think he, he was pregnant and he has miscarriage and he was bleeding. I saw the bleeding myself. The woman was lying here. By the time we lifted, the water was, the blood was flowing like water. I was standing there. They said, Papa, come and pray. My prayer, even me myself praying, I didn't have faith. You could see that he was going. But one confession was in his mouth. But I I shall not die. I shall not die. I, shall, I think he said it more than 20 times. It was constantly, I shall not die. I, when I finished praying, I said, take her to the hospital. When he got the doctors were shocked that he's still alive. Anyway, he's still alive up to today. What saver is a faith? Not even my prayer. I shall not die. When you are going through such a thing, what will you say? What will you say? What will you say? When you are going through such a thing, what will you say? How can you hang around people who carry grace and you are not drinking from it? Do you know why I'm teaching you faith again? A time is coming, Satan will knock at your door, I will not be there. Even when Jesus Christ saved the woman who was caught in the act of that door, he said, go and see no more. Why? Because next time I will not be there. Next time I might not be there. It means today I have defended you because of my presence. But next time where will I be? If I'm in heaven, will you call me? Stay in the context of the way. So build your faith so that when you go to hospital, they give you a report you don't like. Your faith will eliminate it. When they tell you something you don't want to hear, your faith will eliminate it. Because the just shall live no, they are not listening to me. Living is by faith. Because once a while in your life, they will tell you something you don't want to hear. You, you will see something you don't want to see. You will feel something you don't want to feel. An important thing is not what you are feeling, what you are seeing, or what you are yelling. It's a faith inside you. It's a faith inside you. It's a faith. Amen. It's a faith inside you. People have gone to hospital. Doctors say they can never have children today. They are carrying children. What went wrong? They are faith. 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 
Doctors have said, the, did the doctor lie? No, that is what the equipment told them. The equipment told them this. But the people that they told them know better than the equipment. Because we are not dealing with equipment here. I live in a realm that this thing cannot be denied. I live in a realm that you cannot stop me from having it. The devil cannot stop me from having it. Because that is a realm in which I live. Faith, simplicity of it, but generate a lot of power. What a way to live your life. So when you lift up the mantle, and I lift, when I finish preaching and they come to me, daddy, give me your mantle. If you don't have faith, you look like a handkerchief. That's what it is. Faith is the anchor of Christianity. It's anchor. That is why faith people are naturally sober people. They understand a lot of things. You cannot live by faith and not be spiritual. When you live by faith, eh, even when you sin, you can tell that your heart begins to break you. Because your heart is so sensitive to God that you know. Now, when you are working with faith people, they make decisions. Be careful the way you comment. Now, this is one of the mistakes of our generation. When you are working with people who are more spiritual than you, their decision may not, make, may not sound sense to you. It may not be sensible, but keep quiet. Keep quiet and respect them that this is a man of authority. And when he says something, it might be from God. And don't just rebel against it because you end up rebelling against God. And to one day, God cannot take your rebellion again. It's very, very important. Hallelujah. When we were coming to this ground there, everybody didn't see what I saw. Everybody. So maybe these people could have said, Daddy, this thing that you are doing, this, because I did with there. They didn't see. Thank God they follow. Because none of them were seeing what I was seeing. None of them were seeing. So that is how the wind blow away to listeners. You can tell the sound therefore, but you can't tell where it's going. So it is with the man that is born of the spirit. When you meet me and I greet you, I am a man walking in the spirit. I spend time with God. I pray to God. I know my spiritual temple. And don't just resist what I say. Go to God. If God spoke to you to come and tell me, I'll be ready to obey. But don't just say it from your carnality. Because what I'm doing might be from God. And that is what it is to working with people who are spiritual. So that you don't end up getting yourself into trouble. No. It is dangerous to be kind of working around heavy duty spirituality. Because you will always make a mistake until God will come after you. Because God respects his anointing and respects the people he has anointed to go. Now, it's familiarity that strikes Miriam with leprosy. It's familiarity. Familiarity is striking bam. Familiarity that make error lost. God never add his name to the heroes of faith. First high priest, he took a prostitute's name there and eliminated it. Listen, receive grace to be spiritual. If there is anything we are lacking in spirituality, you don't read the Bible, you don't pray. How can you be spiritual? It's not just coming to church that make you spiritual. The ability to be granted, being led by hearing the voice of God. Hearing the voice of God. No carnal person can walk by faith. You have to come to the place to understand. Hallelujah. That is by faith. It's by faith. It's by faith. It's by faith. Finally, walking is by faith. Tell somebody from today, walk by faith. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. It's a common scripture in the Bible. Walk by faith. Walk by faith. Walk by faith. Huh? For 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 uh, let's all read it. Ready? Go look at the screen. Read it the loudest you can. Say the, the say the loudest you can. 
We walk by faith and not by sight. No. The first time I read this scripture, I got trouble. There are five senses. Do you, do you, do you know there are five senses? We call it what? The tasting. Huh? It's here. The smelling. Is smelling part of it? Okay. The hearing. Is it part of it? And then when you are in Amen. A blind man is not a humanizer. A blind man can never be a humanizer. Any woman you brought to the blind man, you brought it to her. She didn't see them. I said, but you make your face on me. I see what I'm saying. I'm coming from Jupiter. Is it not true? Have you seen a blind man walking in town chasing women before? Should I pray for you to be blind? I'd rather ask my eye and chase woman than becoming blind. I watch it. It's a blind man. Now watch it. The first time I read this card, so we talk about smelling. It's a five sense, eh? Then we talk about seeing, talk about hearing, tasting. The other one is feeling, it's in the mind. Five senses. Now watch this. He only deals with the sense of sight. Does it mean he has denied the other sense? No. Now, if the sight alone is dealing with visibility, then God has a problem with Abraham. When he says, Abraham, lift up your eyes as far as you can see, northward, southward. When you stand even on the highest mountain, how far can you see? Now, if Abraham can only have the land based on he can see, then if it's my time, I will charter a helicopter. It means that God is talking something beyond the natural face. So this sight here involves feeling, smelling, seeing. So we walk by faith and not by feeling. We walk by faith and not by seeing. We walk by faith and not by smelling. We walk by faith and not by hearing. So when you hear it from the doctor and you believe it, then God has become a liar. Now, do you know the reason God is shouting you have to live by faith? Do you know? Can I tell you? Do you know the reason God wants you to live by faith? Do you know? No. You don't know it? No. So he wants me to tell you? Yes. Because anytime you stop living by faith, you make him a liar. And the, the greatest insult on God is to make him a liar. So when you say by his stripes you are here, and because of the same thing you say you are not here, then God is lying. So anytime you doubt, the painful insult of your doubt is that you are literally saying God is lying. So me and you are our doubts. So God's greatest pain is when you doubt him. His greatest pleasure is when you believe him. That is for everybody that believes. Look at Jesus. Jesus gets excited when people believe. Ah! He said, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. Stand here and speak the word. He said, hey! I've never seen such a faith. Not in Israel. Somebody touched Jesus. He said, Ha! Oh, that you has left me. He said, Everybody is touching. He said, No, no, no. This one's a different type. Power has left me. I can feel it's gone. Power is gone. The woman came and said, Oh, woman, great is your faith. Great is your faith. Now, look at faith. What do you do when God is not ready to give you a miracle? What do you do when God is not ready to give you attention? Master, my daughter is at the point. He's, he's grievously tormented when Jesus will not mind. And Jesus came back and said, I am not sent back to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And the disciples said, send her away. Look at the obstacles. The obstacles. Jesus opened his mouth and said, you don't take the children's bread and give it to dogs. What do you do when God is not ready to give you a miracle? 
Jesus said, your faith must be interstable. Now, the last straw that break the back of the camel, I am not sent to dogs. You are a dog. And the Bible said the woman worship. And came back with the revelation. I understand I'm a dog. I don't want the food on the dining hall. I want the cramps. I don't want the food on the dining hall. I want the cramps. I, you know, I say, oh, woman. Great is your faith. So when God is not ready to give you a miracle, your faith is crucial. It's a very simple principle that is what building what is building that's what if you see me build a house i'm building by faith if you see me drive a car it's by faith everything in my life is by faith everything is by faith i can start something that is one million times bigger than me but i know i can accomplish it by faith i have never looked at my pocket my coffers and everything and i wish everybody around me would pick that spirit i pick that spirit so what frustrates you can never frustrate me what gives you sleepless night will never give me sleepless night I am only concerned about the attitude of people around me. I don't even mind the devil like the people around me. Because one day God told me, the level of the way you have built your faith, if the devil penetrates to you, you will use somebody close to you. And I know the voice of God. So I'm very concerned about everybody's attitude around me. If you see me talking, I'm talking because your attitude is giving me a signal that the way you are living, you might open a door for the enemy. Because they can never get to Jesus without Judas Iscariot. And Jesus said, the one that deep in the same cup with me. So no, they cannot get you without your husband. They can get you through your wife. They can get you through somebody that is close because you have decided not to change. And then they become an instrument. And you will not even know that the devil is passing through them. Pam, they enter. And that is why we have to be strong intercessors. That's why we have to be strong in the gap. They can use any of you if you are not spiritual. No, you are not spiritual. Don't you think these people know Jesus? He preached at the temple. He's always in the crowd. It's not that nobody can identify. They know him. But the kissing is a spiritual significance. Because we need somebody internally to hand him. So the kissing is not just because they don't know who he is. But if Elijah is close to him, then we need his endorsement. They know him. They know him. Jesus was not a very obscure guy. He's always at the crowd, temple everywhere. People know him all over. Know him. So, if the soldiers are coming, they know that this is the man. Everybody knows him. And the military intelligence will never go and arrest somebody mistakenly. They will know. Even going to kill Osama Bin Laden, they have his picture, they have his height. When he walked the traumatic, when they kill him, one soldier lied down to see whether he's the same height because they must know sure that he's the right person. They took that because they have all the feet, the height, and everything. So, military intelligence don't just do operations. They know we are going to pick. But it's more spiritual than natural. So when we pick him without anybody around him consent, what we are doing is not authentic. We need somebody around him who have said he loves him to betray him. Mm-hmm. If you betray somebody you love, it's because of covetousness and materialism. But we brought nothing to this world. We will take nothing away. That's all. And eventually, you will notice that you have made a mistake. Amen. Mm-hmm. So women are married. They wish a husband would die so that they take properties. Let me tell you something. After the man that rests, you can't enjoy. 
When Judas Iscariot betrayed Jesus, the Jesus died. Jesus couldn't even use the money. He threw it away. Let's go. Because you are not spiritual. If you are not spiritual, that's what you do. <laughs> Amen. Spiritual people, when you are hanging around them, you have to be careful. Don't just go into marriage to go and make money. Go there to build God's kingdom. Go there and build the kingdom of God. Make sure that everything I'm doing is helping the advancement of the kingdom. If not because of that, all of you have married long time, because you are looking for guys with Range Rover. If you get guys uh, who has a boboya, you still marry them and then you build the kingdom. And then you know, I'm in a long time. It's not that the boys don't come, they, they don't have car. Let me say, oh, but that's the truth. Amen. No, if, if, if they don't have car, another thing is that they are not tall. Is there, do you know do you know people's mindset do you know people's minds do you know demonic mind? do you know the devil can corrupt your mind yes. do you know that satan can make you think in a certain way you think you are thinking right but it's demonic yes. you are under certain influence serious that is why effective prayer and fasting is crucial to eliminate yourself and change your stinking thinking No, no, no. If Zionites, you know, they marry for the kingdom. They've married everybody. Amen. All these boys say who are catching people in the church. It's possible they are looking for women to marry, but they can't find. The women they love, the women don't love them. No, it's, 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 the disparities are here. What was the way or dog gave you again in Dono? And again, also, Oma or Domino, Omina, they are among the 3%. Go and find the 3%. That's what it is. Is that we, we have different sessions? That's what I'm telling you. Some of these guys, they love certain kind of guests, but the guests don't love them. Yes, sir. It's true. There, there are some beautiful guests here. The guys that will love them, they don't. No. And let me tell you something. Yeah? If they don't love Richard, don't marry them. Because if you marry them, after 20 years, they will give you problems. Yeah. Hmm? Yes. One of the things a woman might must not make a mistake is that marry a woman that loves you genuinely. Yeah, if a woman loves you genuinely, you give you peace. Genuinely. Yeah, you can tell. Listen, something cannot love you and you cannot say the thing doesn't love you. All the symptoms will show. Because you're a woman, you can't love and hide. If a woman you love, a man will not chase you with sex. You will chase him. You don't understand what I'm talking about. It's always true. When you watch movie film, the thing they watch is life story and they show it. No, a lot of African women don't have love. Especially Porterian women. <laughs> they are this thing, hallelujah. And they cover it a lot of spirituality. Let us pray. Ah! Look at what they did. Oh, you people, you are forgotten the studio. 70 days he's denying his husband's sex it's lack of love he's hiding behind the fasting the man wrote and sent it to us if you listen like you look at me the way you are looking at me what what sin has the man committed he wrote to us he said papa please explain this thing to me the fasting has got when i touch my wife he said he's fasting so aquarium both fasting has 70 days I feel much a prophet, and I know what you can fast it. And we'll be a 
And remember in the studio, I said, I thank God he said it. Because then, these are the people that made their spouses hate pastors. Because of what the wife is doing. You are sorry, well, thank you. One of my daughters, I say sorry, so I'll rest my case. I won't preach again. I'm t- Do you know the problem we go to? Eh? There are people whose, whose husband hate us passionately. They see you, they hate you because of the attitudes of their wife. That's right. One man told me, say, if I, I, I say I cry and I ask God to forgive me, the first time I hate, I, I, I heard you preach. Even that one, I was not in control. I could have put the thing off. But I sat in a friend's car in a lift and he was praying your tape. And I almost tell him, can, we, can you know why? He said, no, no. That's what this man come. And I was forced to listen. He said, why is the message was going? I cry. And I said, is that the man that my wife has made me hate him? He came to me and asked for forgiveness. He said, I hate you. Because most times, my wife will not let me fire because you people are fasting. <laughs> and I've never preached any message. I'm in that. Don't let your husband fire. Have I preached it? title of my message don't let your husband fire because have i preached so you now you don't love the man already you don't want the man to fire already then you use me as an escape goal and you hide behind my spirituality for better reason so you can tell it's all over the system so they hide behind me declaring the fasting make the man hate me so what i'm doing for good reason i get the returns of hatred so sometimes uh, you are walking, you meet people the way they find their face. You don't know what is in their mind. You don't know what is in their mind. And you cannot tell how they hate you. Hallelujah. That is why I don't get around. I don't make anybody. That's why my friend, I don't get around. Because I don't even know the extent you will make your husband hate me. For him to see me sitting somewhere with you. Hey. I stay in the room. I pray. Ah. When I get out, I come and preach. When I finish, I continue to go there and pray. Ah. I don't. I don't go anywhere. I don't go anywhere. I don't like trouble. I'm telling you. I declare seventy days fasting. Why on earth are you going to deny your husband sex? You don't even understand the makeup of a man and the demands of a man. The Bible says, "Defraud ye not one another." Except to be concerned with fasting. When two of you have agreed, if the agreement is not the two, do your fasting. Let one do his job. And fasting is the absence of food. No, after the fasting, we break six o'clock. So between six hours to twelve, what are you doing? Huh? You are still fasting. Between six to twelve, you are fasting. Evelyn, continue to fast. Stand to your feet. I'll finish preaching. I won't even say anything again. Uh, today, I didn't want to preach. Remember, you should come and come and preach. Uh, 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 you see, they've answered me. They say after they break 6 to 12, they are still fasting. Don't consider them fasting. I know you people. Mm. I'm telling you, I said it on the video. I said that these people, Holy Ghost, so Agatha, there are young guests here. Their husband hate us because of their attitude. And I'm not, I'm not denying it at all. I'm telling you. I'm not denying it. I'm telling you, this is generation that when they were in the world, they are giving their bodies to men. They marry, they deny the men the sex. It's just all over. 
Then go back and marry those guys. Go leave your husbands and go back and marry them. The guys that you slept with as a result of that, you don't want to love your husband. Go back to them. They will marry you. But you people, you don't want to also love your husband. What do we do? No, they just there. Also, from tell you, I read the statistics. Say the way people leave boyfriend girlfriend backwards. If they bring fifty percent to marry, no marriage will break. They have time. You go to funerals with them. They can take you to their friend's house. You sleep with them. Cars, you sleep with them. Am I telling lies, girls? They say crime coconut. You climb. Lift up your two hands and pray. It's amazing. When I say this, you people are looking at me some way. But that is a fact. We are very funny. Can we pray a prayer to the Lord? Change our hearts. It's not your pocket that must change. It's not, there is a heart inside us. Like the Senior Mrs. Akumano. Senior Mia Sasai shall not be aware of that. We would destroy our own self and blame God. The principle, there are principles that make the thing work. Apostle Michael Lupo said, We don't fear God. This is a generation we don't fear God. We are fornicating, we are adultery, we lie, we disrespect, we dishonor. If our matrimonial home is not working, we blame the devil. But you are the one destroying it. How long would your wife complain about? So how long your husband? So can't you change and say no? Let me because a command woman is not a, it's not flesh, it's stone. And a stony heart can never change. Nothing is dangerous like a hardened heart. When people harden their heart, not even God can pray. That is what the Bible says. God says a broken and a contrite heart. God will never despise. It means that no matter the state of what the heart is doing, the heart is so broken that God can get through it. So listen, girl, I will not judge you for anything you have done in the past. All I want to see is that you don't have a hardened heart. Because once a heart is broken, God can use it for anything. But I commanded there, no matter what you preach, Preach until the cows come home. They will never change. They will hang around greatness. They will never grow. They will never develop. They will never because their heart is is hurting. There is no desire for growth. Are you getting it? If you hang around millionaires, teach them how they make the money. Learn how they make the money. It's very easy. But you need the teachable spirit to be taught. It's not. It's not. It's not that you see. You you cannot just receive it. For you to change, you must have a teachable spirit. Because the teachable spirit makes somebody naturally want to teach you. <laughs> they want to correct you. They want to. The Bible says, rebuke a corner, you hate you. So the cardinal sign uh, of a fool is that he hates advice. What transformed them up for 20 years? Your heart has not changed. You were in church as an usher. You were in church as a chorister. You fornicated up every Sunday you came to church. They come and pretend. They come and do everything. Well, stop deceiving yourself. Well, let's all stop deceiving ourselves. We are dealing with a God. The God that sends Satan to hell. He can send everybody to hell. Don't play games with this God. Read your Bible very well. Sit it. It is fearful. It's a consuming fire. Don't play. No, no, no. Yeah? The most frightening scripture in the Bible. Where right? One scripture makes me fear sin. 
One scripture, make me fear sin. That God's only begotten son carries sin and God turned away from him. And Jesus shouted, my father, my father, why has thou forsaken me? I say, if God can forsake his son for sin, then me and you, we should be careful. If the Trinity can be separated because of sin, then don't play games with sin. If God turned away from his son and the son felt it and shout, Ila lama sabata, then, then me and you that are decorating sin. Some of you are not living right. Married people not living right. Married, they are living with their husband. They don't have any affection for them. It's possible they are living in sin. What will make you not affection for your husband? Or there's some spirit controlling you. Men are not touching their wife. Men, six months you don't touch your wife. Where do you eat? If you don't eat at home, then where do you eat? Something is wrong. And we are all sitting in the church, taking communion, doing all kinds of things. As you take this communion, may it purge your conscience. May it purge your heart. Today, stay with us on the family prayer line. Where we pray for mercy. Mercy. And don't, don't, don't step into self-righteousness. Come to God naked and tell him, search me and know my heart. I don't think I'm living. I don't think. One day, there is a great man of God in Nigeria. I will never forget. A man came to his church to preach and make otaku and he went. I don't want to mention his name. Big man. Probably. He went there and he said, what he preached? I am not too sure. But I just came to God. That just in case, I am mixing it help me. Pride. Arrogance. So when you are around there, you can't teach them. You can't. If you hang around somebody with a teaching anointing and you can't teach you, something is wrong with you. If the person cannot take a Bible and say, let's do Bible study, or you can't come to the person and say, teach me Bible, something is seriously wrong with you that you have to check your life. Who stay around only and not taste it? Something is seriously wrong. Your arrogance is too deep. But if you don't repent, you will destroy yourself one day. It's called the spirit of self-destruction. Let's be careful. End it. Stop it. If you say you are a Christian, be a Christian. You will not mind your husband. You are in the office with somebody. You are doing that. It is possible your children, all of them are not for your husband. And you think it's discovered, one day you stand before. If it's not revealed now, it will be revealed. He said, I am a man of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of the people of King. I won't give anybody attention. I'm going to give attention to those who are serving God. No matter how close you are to me. If you don't serve God, I'm not. This is the time that the word of God is essential. They are running from different preachers, but they are not living right. So they go here, they come here, they go here, they come here. Don't go for a prophet to pray for you. When you don't respect your husband, when you, when you don't have for your wife don't go don't deceive yourself no prophet has power to heal the healing is with the healer Amen. young 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 people today sin 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 this has become normal pornography lesbianism this we, this is a generation apostle uh, Oluka said that this is an evil generation that is the word you see this is a generation that called good evil and evil good we don't care so for crow preacher, when you're on any better. No, when you're on any better, palm one who said, or no, so for me, one another. No, you are back at yourself, one, oh, you're small. Now, lift up your two hands and ask the Lord to cleanse you. Ask Him to change your heart. Confess your sins before you take this communion. 
Ask him the Lord, search me and know my heart. Don't pretend as if you are holy and you are right. Ask him, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. The truth is not enough. He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Ask him for cleansing, purification and sanctification. The washing of the blood. Father, wash us. Let this particular communion secure us. Let it sanctify us by the blood. Amen. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Veld Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.